0: Growing your business organically and sowing into relationships with your previous clients and your referral partners is the number one key to running a sustainable and profitable business. You may have to supplement with some paid advertising, but the less you can spend on advertising, the more you can get organically, the more profitable business you're going to have, the more you can invest into the systems and people and key positions you need in your company welcome back to the second episode in our five-part series we're ending the year on all about professionalizing your business if you missed last week's episode on finances i encourage you to go back check it out sometime these episodes don't build on each other like some of our previous series have uh, in the past each episode's kind of independent just all together in one series and, and the five episodes we're covering in the series Uh, Last week, we covered finances. Today, we're going to talk through marketing uh, in the future episodes. Next week, we'll cover estimating uh, operations, and then we'll finish the year with recruiting. Uh, And so each week, we're going to dive in a little bit more in depth on each of those five topics and really just trying to share three to five things in each of those areas that you should be doing if you're aiming to run a professionalized company. Treating your business like a business is is the tagline that we use, uh, kind of a B-type business system. Uh, an owner, if you're familiar with Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant. Uh, and so it's not to say that, you know, I, I, sometimes using the word professionalized business sounds like terrible, but I think that's just the best lingo uh, that we've come up with so far here in the industry to make sure you're treating your business like a business, right, as simply as possible. And so today, like I mentioned, we're gonna cover marketing professionalization. What are the things you should be doing in your business to show you're treating your business professionally when it comes to lead generation, relationship management with your previous clients, and ensuring that you have a steady pipeline of leads to help you continue to grow and hit your goals year over year in the most profitable way possible. Uh, And so I hope this helps. Thank you guys for plugging in. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. All right, so we got four tips for you today here when it comes to marketing professionalization in your business. And again, we want to run through this here. The reason we're wrapping up the year with this is we know this time of year is typically when a lot of you guys start working on your business, right? Peak season, middle of summertime for most Painting contractors—it's not always the easiest to work on your business. Uh, if you make it a priority, if you're focused, you can still make it happen. But I know this this wintertime kind of slowdown, holiday season, November to January time frame is typically when a lot of people start working on their business, preparing for next year. And so, we want to go through today the kind of the four main things that we see when it comes to marketing on how you can professionalize your business. These are four things you should be doing uh, to you know make sure your business runs smoothly, running into 2024. And so, number one. I got to get the obvious one out of the way now, but it's one that I see very few people actually implement. Uh, so we're going to lead off with the heavy hitter here, have an actual marketing plan. And I know that sounds crazy, but do you actually have a marketing plan or are you just throwing mud at the wall? Anytime something comes up, seeing what sticks? Yes. I said mud, not the other analogy usually here. Um, Really what an actual marketing plan is for me is a couple of things. Number one, it's out of a component of what is everything you're going to be doing for your business to advertise your business. This should be something as simple as branded stuff, such as t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts as we're here in the winter time. Um, It's barely going to get above freezing today here in St. Louis. I got to start talking about sweatshirts and long sleeve stuff. Um, you know, all the simple things, right? Lawn signs, simple things like that, all the way up to maybe some more sophisticated things like Facebook ads, Google ads, um, putting out, you know, door hangers um, on, you know, 150 around every job site you do, right? All the things that you're going to do for your business, magazines, you'll advertise and everything you're going to do should be written down in one spot, right? Um, As part of your marketing plan, you should also have a budget for what you're going to need to spend each month on these things that kind of tie into your financial plan for 2024, right? How much can you afford to spend? How much do you need to spend? right? Is it $1,000 a month? Is it $2,000 a month? Is it $500 a month? Obviously, you know, for some companies, it's ten dollars to $20,000 a month, right? It depends on your size, your growth goals, and how much you're getting organically. And so it needs to have what you're going to be doing. Everything, again, is simple, all the way to sophisticated. What's the budget you're going to have? And then more importantly for me, what are the like tasks, action items, repeatable things, the systems that you need And we'll have in place to make sure that this happens, right? It's one thing to put down on paper and say, hey, on every job we do, we're going to go through and do 150 door customized door hangers that show what address we're working on in the neighborhood. And we're going to put those out on houses around where we're working at. It's great to say that on paper that you're going to do that. But then how do we follow through and make sure that it happens, right? How do we make sure that as part of the the pre-job checklist of getting colors situated, confirming scheduling, scope of work, you know, all the things you need to do before you step foot on the homeowner's property, that one piece of that is making sure the door hangers are ready, right? And then as part of the scheduling for the painting of the project, you make sure that you've got either somebody dedicated to doing this full time, you utilize your painters, you as the owner go out and do it. I don't care how it gets done but how is it gonna get done, right? How What is part of the plan to ensure that this happens, right? Because again, it's great to make a plan, but if there's no execution and follow through, don't waste your time and just burn your plan, right? So we got to make sure that we have the things in place. Right. I know for me, I have um, my my weekly to do list has a lot of repeating tasks every day. Right. Monday, there's certain things I do. Tuesday, there's certain things I do. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, etc. And so that is my system, my tasks to ensure the things I need to do that I told clients we would do that I need to do for my business, that whatever gets done. Right, So you have to have a system and a place to do that. Uh, if you wanted to talk more about uh, the actual kind of marketing plan, refer back. Uh, we did an episode earlier on here in season three all about kind of uh, marketing plans. It was episode 22 titled Comprehensive Marketing Plans. Uh, so look back here about 25 weeks or so, uh, listen to that episode if you wanna get more info about how to put together a whole comprehensive marketing plan. I kind of recorded that episode as if from the lens of if I still in the painting company, this is what I would do for my marketing plan to kind of give you some examples on what to do and how to include that. Um, But the biggest key again is the action items involved. Uh, All right, number two. This might be one of the most important ones. We need to stay connected with our previous clients. Your existing happy, satisfied customers is the biggest asset you have in your company. And 95% of painting contractors don't utilize it. They stay too focused on the next job, the next set of jobs, the new people they got to go meet, right? We got to spend thousands of dollars a month on Facebook to get in front of people that don't know us. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Again, that can be part of your marketing plan and it's a supplement sometimes, but guys, we got to, we got to utilize our previous clients. Um, we did an episode earlier this season, actually episode 20. So two before the one I just mentioned, uh, with Rachel Grimm. Rachel is somebody that helps us out with a lot of marketing stuff, things with our clients. She spoke at our retreat this summer, uh, and kind of really helps us out with some of this creative stuff. But we did a whole episode on, uh, I was titled relationship marketing for profitable growth. And for me, Growing your business organically and sowing into relationships with your previous clients and your referral partners is the number one key to running a sustainable and profitable business. You may have to supplement with some paid advertising, but the less you can spend on advertising, the more you can get organically, the more profitable business you're going to have, the more you can invest into the systems in people and key positions you need in your company, right? And so I believe that people don't do some of these things enough. They don't sew into those previous clients. They don't try to garner referrals and repeat business. Um, they, it's a one and done thing. They move on. And again, I think that just if we can tap into that, the clients that we see do this well have a lot higher profit margins and are able to invest in, again, those key people, systems, resources to keep moving their business forward, not focused on how do we get the next job and how much do we have to spend, right? Again, there's a, a place to that throw ad spend in there. It should supplement the organic growth, right? If you're trying to grow double, triple year over year over year right now, you're gonna have to spend more on advertising than if you're growing steadily 150, dollars $200,000 a year. Organic growth, if you're doing the right things here, can sustain that to a certain degree so the few things you should be doing uh, i'm just going to quickly highlight these again listen back to that episode again episode 20 here in season three we did with rachel uh, for a little bit more details Uh, but number one you should be sending thank you notes to every homeowner after every job again this needs to go on your tasks your systems and your processes though who's going to do it who's responsible for it how does how do we ensure it gets done right it should be part of your post job checklist right after the job's completed we get a thank you note ready. You know, at this stage, as part of our, you know, the job is one hundred percent completed. They've paid, Google reviews requested, all the other things. So, thank you note needs to go out. Second thing you should be doing is a value add email campaign to all of your previous clients every four to six weeks. Emphasis on value add. Um, we always say that it should be eighty to ninety percent focused on how it can add value to the homeowner, the person reading the email. 10 to 20% about your company, right? This is not a company newsletter. This is not highlight. Hey, look at us. Hey, here's all the new people we've hired. Hey, we're hiring. Do you know anybody? It's not focused on you. It's a very small part of it at the bottom to highlight a color of the year, before and after pictures. Maybe it is an employee spotlight. Maybe it's, you know, whatever, right? Maybe it's an event you're having coming up. It should be 80, 90% value add to them. And when I say value add, it can piggyback on, seasons of the year, right? We have some clients right now, um, over the next probably week or so is still a good time to do this. Uh, or by the time this recording comes out next week, you should do it this week at the latest. Uh, they're sending out like, Hey, here's the top five or seven Christmas lights, Christmas displays, Christmas things to do here in our local community. Right. Just something that the homeowner might see and be like, Oh, Hey, I didn't know this was a thing or, Oh, I didn't realize this, or I forgot about this. Right. Something cool to go do with the family this Christmas season, just something that's value add to them. Huge emphasis, value add in case you haven't picked up on that. Um, another thing you should be doing, customer appreciation events each year. Um, I, I say four to six smaller ones, right? And we have some clients, we have a couple uh, different clients to do like one big customer appreciation event, they go all out, uh, they have it at their house, they have a pool, they you know bring in barbecue, they have giveaways, they just make a huge to do with it. And it, it works pretty well for them. That's part of their culture. That's part of their family feel in their company. That doesn't work for every company. Um, what we're seeing a lot of success with and what Rachel's seen a lot of success with, um, both in their real estate business and with working through with some of our clients is having smaller events where people can kind of come and go Um, And it's not like a a networking event type thing. Right. Um, Most homeowners don't want to go somewhere for a two hour spot to a restaurant, to a bar and hang around a bunch of people they don't know. Right. If there's mutual clients that get invited, you know, then maybe they go. But what they're seeing is how can we give back to our customers, but make it a like stop in, grab something you know, make it convenient, right? We're obviously in a very busy paced society, uh, which seems to get busier. I don't know, every year is it technology? I don't understand, but, um, you know, time is limited for people, right? So a lot of times they may not be able to block out a couple hours on a Saturday or on a weeknight to do something. But what they will do though, is if uh, one example we've had from a client I use a lot is they partner with a local car wash, and they said, hey, if we buy a hundred of the prepaid, it's like the automated ones, right? So their painters are not washing washing the cars, just to clarify, Uh, it's an automatic car wash, right? Hey, if we buy a hundred car washes, like your basic level one, will you give us a discount? I think they did like 20 or 30%, the the discount on that, right? So they bought a hundred washes, instead of 800 bucks, it was like 500 bucks. And they, you know, planned this out like a month ahead of time. It went out an email, went out like a couple things, uh, but it was like, hey, from this day to this day, on this day, come out between eight and twelve, get a free car wash on us. Right. And they had a little table set up at the entrance of the place uh, with a banner along the tablecloth that had the company logo on it. Um, and they're sitting out there underneath like a tent. And, you know, every time, uh, you know, they say, Hey, come grab us whenever you get here. And they just walk over, give them the thing. Hey, thanks so much for, you know, your support this year. Uh, get your car washed and go on. Right. And I love things like that because it's also a twofold thing. It's also a, um, community exposure, right? Every other person sitting in line waiting to go through that car wash on a busy Saturday morning is now looking at your company, right? And and some people even roll down the window as they're sitting there doing nothing, right? Just like, hey, what are you guys doing? And like, oh, hey, we're doing a customer appreciation event for our clients. Like, how kind of cool does that make you look to everybody else that maybe doesn't know about your company, right? So it's kind of a twofold one. And the biggest thing with things like that is you gotta have the follow through. You gotta have the reminders. It's gotta be planned out. You gotta have your communication out to people to make sure that like, It's a success and you don't have like five people show up, right? You can't send one email out a month ahead of time and expect everybody to remember about it, right? There's gotta be a couple ways that we invest into some marketing to make sure those are a success. Um, another one, uh, we talk a little bit about stop buys. How can we, you know, I say make a list of your top 100 clients and referral partners, again, depending on how long your business has been around, how many clients you have, maybe it's 50, maybe it's 200. Um, But we wanna make sure that we're just stopping by, dropping something off, a little something, thank you. Uh, I know one thing that's popular around like Father's Day for, you know, when you know your clients, you know, have kids is like the not your father's four pack of root beer. You know, just a little something, say thanks, like happy Father's Day. Just how can we love on some of those people a little bit more? Uh, again, make it scalable to you, whatever makes sense, but just how can maybe a couple times throughout the year that's not associated with Christmas, how can we drop something off that just lets them know, thank you, we appreciate your support, we appreciate your referrals, whatever that looks like. Um, I think I wanna real quick hit on the, the Christmas season that, that we're running into right now. Christmas time is amazing. Uh, And if you send out Christmas cards, if you send out Christmas gifts, if you do any of that stuff, I think it's still great for your business. I'm not going to ever encourage somebody to not do something like that, but I will caution you that that gets very watered down and lost in the Christmas season. What is a lot more impactful is when you send somebody a, a thank you card or a birthday card or something or a gift any other time of the year any of the other 11 months, right? Once we hit Thanksgiving and we run into the Christmas season, it still means something to people, right? Um, I still appreciate it. We had um, the financial advisors here we shared the office with, sent like a wreath to our house uh, actually yesterday. And it was like super awesome, right? It's Christmas season and I still really meant a lot to me, right? Um, but for some people, especially if you wait too long as we get closer to Christmas, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle, right? A Christmas card is a lot less impactful two weeks before Christmas than, you know, a random card. Hey, we were thinking of you. Here's a $5 Starbucks gift card in June, right? Something like that. Uh, and so just keep that in mind. Again, I, I love, again, loving on people doing stuff. It's still better than nothing. So if you've already sent something out, don't be discouraged. I'm not saying it was bad, but just be mindful of it to try to focus on the other 11 months of the year just as much, if not more than this month here that we're in, we're leading up to Christmas. Um, all right. The third thing you should be doing You should have a Google presence. Um, You should have a website and it should be connected to your Google My Business profile. So people can search you on maps, on anything. They can find your business on the line uh, from a great movie called The Internship. Have you seen it? It should be on the line. Your business should be on the line. Uh, Online is where I'm going with that. Um, You should be posting on Google My Business with pictures and text. You can't do videos, but pictures and text, just like you do on social media. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, when you utilize the tools Google gives you, they're going to reward you organically in the search engine rankings. The whole goal of a lot of this stuff is how can we get ranked higher on Google, um, you know, with, or without ad spend and sponsored stuff. So a couple of things that we found works really well to kind of organically boost up that, that, um, Google ranking uh, again, posting on Google, my business Um, getting consistent google reviews i typically say five to seven a month Uh, for some of you guys maybe only doing five to seven jobs smaller companies shoot for two or three right Um, you know but if we can get to a spot where you're getting consistent five reviews a month that's going to organically help you again consistency here right you can go out and get 25 reviews that's going to be great for the next six days but then when you don't get any reviews for three months it's going to put you right back down to the bottom it's great credibility you've got 25 great reviews But Google, again, the algorithms want to see consistency. Um, Another thing that can kind of organically help, this isn't Google presence, but it ties in with the organic kind of search engine rankings. The more things you can send people to your website for, the better, right? Whether it's a payment link, whether it's, you know, expectations documents, whether it's you know, filling out a form for an estimate, like the more things you can do that's not like an inconvenience or isn't like weird, right? Don't send them there for every single step in the process, but you can as long as it's professional and isn't like weird or an inconvenience to them. Um, But the more things you can send people to your website for, the better off, the more like traffic you're gonna get on your website, right? The more Google like is gonna help you say, oh, like everybody's going to this website, like maybe we should promote it to more people, right? Um, so just something to think about as you're working through your systems and processes this winter, have have as much stuff on your website as you can. The fourth and final thing, you should have a social media presence. I kind of mentioned that a second ago with Google My Business. Um, we have a, a, a very, I don't wanna say different point of view. Um, but, a, one that I feel like works really well, and I've got a lot of proof, uh, behind it with myself, our clients, a lot of other people. Um, we are really close with a good friend of mine. His name is Jeff Fitzer. Um, he's a social media expert, uh, speaks all over the country at conferences. We had him at our retreat here in August. If you were there, you know how amazing it was. If you weren't there, well, you wouldn't know, but you should come next year. Uh, we'll try to get Jeff back again if, if we can coordinate schedules. Um, we've done a couple podcast episodes with Jeff, uh, season one, episode seven uh, with him. Uh, we also did another one here in season three, episode 17, where we talk a little bit about social media and how we recommend using it, how to utilize your personal social media accounts to get more traction than what you're seeing on your business pages. So that's like kind of our philosophy. But what I wanna go with on this note is the business side of things. Um, you guys may or may not be aware when Facebook rolled out paid advertising, boosting posts and running ads on Facebook, they changed the algorithms and guess what? Not for the better for the organic, like we're putting a post out on our business page, right? Because what do they want you to do? They want you to pay for it so that people see it. Right. And so that changed everything. And that's why we kind of take that personalized approach. However, I still think it's important that you guys utilize your business page because people are going to it for credibility, right? They're going to it to look for pictures, maybe some reviews. People are searching on social media for businesses just as much as they are on Google, right? So keep that in mind. We need to keep your business page active. But just posting on your business page alone isn't maybe going to drive as much traffic as what it used to, you know, years ago down the road. Um, And so we need to make sure that we are still posting on there. I say two to three times a week. Um, We should post on there, right? Ideally, share it to your personal pages and other places too. But at least post on there two to three times a week. Because again, if somebody searches your business and they haven't seen a post for six months, or you've got three posts in the last year, that doesn't look real good for your business personally, again, right? We're talking professionalized business, treating it like a business. Um, So having things on there two to three times a week is is important. Um, Utilizing some of the features on there, right? The stories, the reels, that's how you can get things seen a little bit more. If you're doing the reels, you know, hashtag your location, hashtag your area, utilize some of that stuff with the algorithms, picking that up and more likely to show that to people in your area um, rather than just people all across the country, right? So there's kind of some strategic things you can do with that. Uh, I won't get too deep into that, but that's some of the science behind it. Um, A big thing, you should highlight a fun work environment, employees, cool projects you're doing, team building activities, culture. You should be using social media for recruiting subtly just as much as you're using it for marketing for homeowners. Right. Uh, we have some clients have done this really well that have, that have hired a couple of employees. Uh, one that just started it this year and like over the last few months has got, I think one or two employees that has seen their Instagram and Facebook pages and just said, Hey, you look like a company I really want to come work for. I I'm not kidding. Like I've said this and we've seen it now time. And again, probably three or four different times of clients that are really following through on some of this stuff. Um, A lot of you guys may know Corey Leister with Inspired by You up in Pennsylvania. She was kind of the first one that I've seen this. And and at one point, um, I haven't talked to her about this recently during our meetings, but at one point she had like a list of people that wanted to come work for them just from their social media accounts and the way they did stuff. So if you're looking for a business to kind of highlight, emulate on there, on the employee side of it, check out Inspired by You on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Corey, Chad, you and the team, you guys do an amazing job of highlighting your team, the fun environment, the trendy stuff on social media, right? You guys just do a great job of encapsulating all that. Um, And so use it for recruiting, right? So make sure you're consistent with it. Again, this goes back into the tasks, action items, systems processes to make sure this gets done, right? Um, I know whenever we've done stuff like this or worked with helped some clients, it's like, you know, we just put in that weekly repeating tasks every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we make a post, right? Or Tuesday, Thursday, whatever frequency you wanna do, however you wanna do it. One thing that we're trying to get some data on, it's a quick side note, um, obviously you can schedule out posts, uh, Facebook and Instagram connected. Through Meta Business Suite, you can schedule out posts ahead of time. One thing I'm experimenting for with our church right now is the traction we get when we get on and actually post and the traction we get when we schedule a post. Doesn't really even matter the time of day or when we're scheduling it, but I'm starting to notice some trends. I've been talking to Jeff about this. We don't have enough data behind it yet, but the kind of science and some things show that it looks like when you get on and make a post, you typically get more traction than when you schedule it out. Again, there's not enough data to say 100% this is the case, but we're kind of, I'm noticing some trends again with what I do with our church as a creative director, with some businesses, with our business, with different things that like the scheduling feature is very nice. You can sit down and schedule out a whole month's worth of stuff, but the traction seems to not be quite as good. And again, it's not even necessarily about when you're posting it, right? You, I'll post at the same time I'll get on and manually post something. And it seems like it doesn't really matter. So I, again, don't know if I have enough science behind that yet. Um, Facebook, don't sue us, because again, I'm not making a statement, but um, but that seems to be the case. So keep that in mind. It's great and convenient to do that, but you're better off just taking a couple minutes each day, you know, a couple times a week to go through and post your stuff in my opinion right now, uh, unless we get some other data. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Again, I wanna hit on these things. I want you to think about these things, right? Especially as we're in the slower season right now, maybe you don't have as much work as you would like to right now. These are the things should be doing and you should be doing this 365 days a year right not just right now when things are slower these are things you should be implementing doing making sure we again have that process to execute on everything have that plan put together and treat your business like a well-rounded oiled machine to where you kind of have a steady pipeline of leads we focus on that and then supplement it with the paid advertising and everything else on top of it uh, with some great companies here in the area so um or in the space i should say so again, hopefully that was helpful. Next week's going to be part three of this five-part series. We're going to cover estimating. So if you want to know how to work on your estimating, your sales process, all the things you need when it comes to estimating and sales in your business, we've got you covered next week and we'll look forward to seeing you back then. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you have questions from today's episode or would like more information on how we help our clients, visit us online at www.elite.com businessadvising.com to schedule a free business analysis meeting if you're a painting contractor be sure and check out our elite business academy on there too we have a systematized program designed to help you treat your business like a business also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you automatically get the newest episode every tuesday morning and lastly my ask of you is if you found that our podcast to be beneficial we'd love to hear from you by giving us a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on This will organically help us reach other business owners all over North America to help them in their business. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day.